Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. What's up? Welcome to The Conversation. I'm Francesca Fiorentini, your sometimes host. And today we have a really special discussion about a documentary that aired on Stars last year. And it's called Out of Omaha. And I'm just gonna read from the synopsis. It's a story of twin brothers, Darcel and Darrell Trotter. Two young black men coming of age in the Midwestern city of Omaha. And we're gonna be speaking to Darrell and another cast member. But first, I just wanna show you a little bit of the trailer. Growing up in Omaha, you, you think it's a cornfield? Nah, no, this ain't no cornfield, man. Gang and drugs are generational, and sometimes they're hereditary. It is expected for some kids to pick up a gun. It's expected by the family, it's expected by the community, it's expected by the police. Looking for peace in America, looking for peace when I stare at you. Looking for peace in America. Like they say, you end up wind up dead around this or in jail, man. bit of Out of Omaha, and now we're joined by one of those brothers, Darcel Trotter, and a cast member, uh, Wayne Brown. Hello to you both. Hey, how you doing? Good. Hello. Congratulations on this documentary. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, I obviously we saw a little bit of it there, but Darcel. Um, Tell, and, and, and Wayne, right, tell me about Omaha. I think it's a city not a lot of folks know about. Uh, and what we do know, we imagine to be very white, right? And you address some of that there in the trailer, but just tell me what Omaha's like and especially what it's like uh, when you're black. Just for like a brief summary how Omaha is, it's uh, it, it's pretty it's pretty segregated. It's uh, You have uh, North Omaha, which is predominantly African America. Um, you have South Omaha, which is pre- predominantly Latino. Mm-hmm. And then you have West Omaha, which is predominantly Caucasian, and you know more of the where you know, you know uh, Fortune 500 companies is and everything like that. And uh, yeah, pretty much uh, I lived down north and <clears throat> North Omaha predominantly all my life growing up, and uh, and the documentary kind of shows my experiences with that. Right. And the doc follows you for eight years. Uh, how, like, just as a person, as a kid living your life, how was that to have filmmakers be like, "Hey, can we film you for eight years?" How did they approach you? What was your response? Um, pretty much, uh, the encounter happened with uh, my producer Ryan Johnston, who's from Nebraska. He's a Nebraska native. Um, the director Clay Twill, and then later on, I ended up meeting Tim Grant, one of the other producers, and it pretty much started from uh, a foundation uh, program I was in in high school mm. and they were doing some promotional work for the foundation and we pretty much linked up and just kind of had that chemistry right off the gate and it just kind of just led to them uh, wanting me to kind of show them around Omaha and just kind of be myself and uh, just everyday routine of what I normally would do and just trying to make it and you know and you know and get to the next level and everything like that and right. it pretty much uh, led to 
just, yeah, them following me and holding me around. And over the years, we just kind of stayed intact and, and kept it going. That's great. That's incredible. And and so Wayne, um, you are you also from Omaha? Is that correct? That's correct. Born and raised. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. So just I know this this documentary really talks about and and busts that myth about lifting yourself up by your bootstraps uh, and that idea. So talk to me a little bit about what that means, especially um, being in the African American community in Omaha. Um, and how that does or doesn't fit with some of those myths that we have about the economy and the criminal justice system in this in this country. Well, you know, there's a history of systemic racism in this country, and just like Omaha and around the rest of the country, you know, with housing policy, criminal justice policy, economic policy, education policy, all these things help isolate a community with white flight and disinvestment. And so, what you see is um, struggles. In all, like you would see in any other city around the country. Right. Do you feel like it's more acute to just take a, 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 a city like Omaha? Um, as Darcel, you were saying, it's so segregated. Do you feel like it's a city uh, issues that many cities in the country face, but just kind of more acute there? Yeah, I really believe that there is other cities, obviously, not just Omaha, that has those different boundary barriers and everything like that. And I think we just kind of, you just kind of get used to it and it be normalized to the point where you don't even realize it. But looking out, you're like, well, you know, it really is segregated because you definitely don't really see, you know, too many other different people from different communities. We don't really interact too much like that. Not really on a regular basis to kind of understand each other. Right, right. And it's so, yeah, it busts that myth of, of lifting yourself up from by your bootstraps and you coming of age, this documentary documenting all of that and everything you went through. You have explicit experience specifically with the criminal justice system. Um, the film basically shows multiple instances where you were falsely accused of crimes and the media kind of ran with those accusations um, and assumed you were guilty. What was that like? Um, it was uh, it was definitely uh, humiliating, um, especially when you know you're innocent and people don't even give you a chance. They just kind of like presume that I don't know what it is with America's media, but we have this uh, we have this uh, scenario where we just kind of like don't even check the facts or anything and just kind of put a narrative out there and just kind of you know have this uh, you're guilty before you're innocent type of persona, which. You know, it's definitely against our, you know, violates our, you know, constitutional rights, I feel like. And um, and it just, you know, nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. You know what I mean? And it just kind of gets to the point where it's like, okay, where, you know, where do we draw the line and not compromise where, you know, media began first, you know, you know, from the, you know, beginning point of it where it was to put the truth out there to the people. So it's just kind of, for me, it's just kind of like a, I guess, a bittersweet type of relationship with the media so far. And uh, I'm just grateful to be able to interact with some of the recent media where they kind of like helping shed light upon my scenario and uh, my trials and tribulations and kind of helping me kind of um, reestablish and refix my uh, my image and everything that was kind of tarnished and ruined. Yeah, like taking back your own narrative, as they say, um, and, it, and in such a big way. I mean, one of the the executive producer on this documentary is J. Cole. Uh, how did yeah. that feel to have J. Cole back this project? To obviously meet him, what was that like for you? Um, it was a surreal feeling. Um, my producers and them were pretty much aware of J. Cole, always being a longtime hero and the influence of me for me, and uh, just everything stood for 
always resonated with me as far as like using his voice to kind of shed light upon different issues and you know what you go through and just kind of you know setting you know just kind of like letting it be known that you don't have to fall in with anybody or you know you know pretty much just condense yourself to whatever you know they want you to fall in line in and for me that really hit home for me and it gave me hope through everything i was going through you know trying to survive in poverty and you know having a single mother that had to work full time where i was raised you know how pretty much me and my twin brother raising my two younger sisters and had a lot of responsibility at a young age mm-hmm. and just not having the resources to try to get afloat but just you know doing everything we can and just making do with what we had and you know people like wayne brown that came into my life you know, as a teenager, and it really, you know, it really helped shape the man that I am today and made me the businessman that I am today. And and J. Cole is just the most down-to-earth person. I've, I've met a lot of different people in the industry, a lot of different political figures. Right. And he's one of the most genuine men. He's really the most genuine person I've met so far. And everything that he says, he, does, he comes off just like he comes off in his music. You know, and he's really a real deep thinker, and he really genuinely cares. And it felt good to know that, like, man, somebody else out there my story touched him and, you know, his, he had a parent who dealt with addiction and drugs and everything too. So it mm-hmm. just kind of was like for him to been able to relate to me. And, and, you know, obviously they get millions of people, you know, who probably sends them film and everything. And for them to had, you know, saw my film and it touched them. It was just like, wow, that's awesome. And, yeah. and I'm just totally grateful for Dreamville and, you know, Scott Laser, the creative, you know, director over there and them just using their platform to help me bring awareness to what's going on in my city. And, Hopefully it's been, it's definitely, I've definitely been seeing more people kind of being aware of everything and, and trying to come together. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. What's the reaction in Omaha been in that segregated city where I, I mean, I assume there might not be a lot of interaction between like the black, Latino and white communities. <laughs> What's been the reaction, Wayne or, or Darcel, either of you? You know, it's uh, been incredible. So if I'm walking through the neighborhood, you know, it's like, Wayne, how you doing? <laughs> um, nice. I'm working um, in the in the corporate space. It's like, hey, I saw your film. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, uh, it's an incredible dichotomy of, of both sides of the community. So, right, 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 right. Come on, those are the people you need. Yes, show <laughs> this at work in your office. <laughs> um, That's right. But actually, folks um, can watch this right now. It aired in, on Stars, but it's available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Fandango, which I didn't know was a thing. Um, <laughs> but that's awesome. What what else are you guys up to, Darcel? What's next for you? Um, and same to Wayne. Um, I've uh, been making my introduction into acting. Um, wow. I just had finished play here at the theater, uh, Omaha Community Playhouse, called "A Raisin in the Sun," which is a real iconic play, and it actually kind of was perfect for me. Versus, you know, pretty much off of just. With my whole upbringing and the introduction been into film, so uh, the play was based upon a, a black family in the 1950s and the experiences of them uh, trying to make uh, pull them straps, you know, pull themselves up by the bootstraps, you know, and uh, that's pretty much what I was doing for the last four months was uh, just heavy, excruciating uh, acting and everything, and just getting into that headspace to wow. embody the character. And uh, me and my brother, we still currently have. Uh, business. Uh, we have a constructing business, a construction business, and then we also have an apparel store that we opened up, and we have a clothing line called Hustle 365. Nice. Um, yeah. So not busy a, at all. Just <laughs> yeah. Just normal stuff. That's incredible. Pretty- <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, congratulations. Yeah. And and Wayne, any anything else you want to plug? 
you know, I, I'm just continuing to work here in Omaha, work with young people and working on those systemic issues that affect not just Omaha, but around the country yeah. and working on a new project that yeah. really focuses in on social capital and building people up from uh, where they currently are, trying to get to that next level. Awesome. Thank you so much, Wayne Brown and Darcel Trotter uh, from the documentary Out of Omaha. Watch it and uh, yes, keep in touch with them and follow their stories. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you Thank guys you. so much. All right. Awesome. All right. That does it for the conversation. I've been Francesca Fiorentini just for this short chunk of time. I don't know who I will be in five minutes. Goodbye.